Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivation. All right, today might get a little bit crazy, there may be some uh, unforeseen violence, but I, I doubt it because it's just me here in the studio, and I use that term loosely studio that is so we'll see what happens stay tuned okay well i've been battling a achy back and on saturday morning i i felt like the prophet jonah that got swallowed up by a fish you know with this wicked backache came out of nowhere And I think God is giving me a sign. I think I've been too passive and not active enough. But I will say my back has been feeling much better since since Saturday. Actually, probably since I wrote that. It's been on the uh, up and up. So we'll see what happens. Uh, RLC... Serve, part two, we all have something to give, all of us, you know, and we should be happy sufferers of what, whatever we're going through. And there's three, uh, three points. The first is claim it, you know, you will serve. Um, show me who to serve. The second is Do hands on service, not just donating money. In other words, you know, act actively take part in whatever you're doing. Um, And it's well known, just don't know if it's well publicized, that there's more homeless that are starving for uh, companionship than for food. And the third point is make a habit of giving money away. You know, leave the corners of the field for the wayfarers so they can pick and choose and take what they want. You don't have to um, cultivate all the land. That's an ancient saying. And the path to joy is giving. Bet you didn't know that. And the insight of the day, passion is the log that keeps the fire of purpose blazing. And that was said by Oprah Winfrey. And Michael Wise said, excuse me, and Michael, uh, Matthew Kelly said, wise people consider the fact that they may be wrong. Yes. Humility is a very big thing. So think about that and choose humility whenever you have a choice. On Sunday, um, I wrote, turn from temptation and live the gospel message. If we just did that, whatever religion we are, whatever belief system we have, 
I think we'd all be uh, better off. I really do. But that's, that's difficult because even the passionate believers have a difficult time with it. So, you know, it certainly is an uphill battle. Uh, life's not about expecting, hoping, and wishing as much as it is about doing, being, and becoming. Pretty good. And I um, caught a glimpse of Matthew McConaughey's um, acceptance speech for an award. He said there's three things he needs. Something to look up to, something to look forward to, and something to chase. You know, and I thought that was pretty, pretty potent, um, you know, because we all need that. We need somebody to look up to, something to look forward to, and something to go after. You know, we, we all do. RLC, Reframe Your Mind with Faith, Part 1. It's all about the things you love and believe in. Make the good news the frame of your life. So in other words, make the gospel message your point, your focal point. And nobody will take away your joy. No one can. Only you can allow it. And what is the frame for your life? What is your life encompassed in? What surrounds your life? I'd be interested in knowing. And those who know the truth learn to love it. Those who love the truth learn to live it. Wise words. And if you do things you've never done, you'll receive things you've never had. That's pretty insightful. And God's promises strengthens us. That was Deacon Zachary Sexton. He was just ordained as a deacon not too long ago. And um, pretty powerful words for where he is down in D.C. Um, and we talked about the gospel this week and the transfiguration of Jesus Christ when he took um, Andrew, James, and excuse me, Peter, James, and John up the mountain, Mount Tabor, with him, and he became transfigured, dazzling white, and a glow to him, and he was there with Elijah and Moses. And I realized every morning that I receive Jesus, he's transfigured into a wafer that goes into my mouth. We take some things for granted at times, and uh, that is certainly one of them. Don't take God for granted. And three things that require courage. I made a, a video of this this morning. Asking a friend for a hug. It could be, you know, um, difficult. You know, you could be in the shower. You know, 
Um, I take a shower at the Y, and it's a gang shower. You know what I mean? There's no hugging going on in there. And if there is, there's a problem. But, you know, nonetheless, it's good to ask a friend for a hug. Even ask your spouse for a hug. I'd probably have better luck with a, with a stranger <laughs> than I would with my spouse. But we're not going to go there, teasing my wife. Uh, the second point is asking for help. That can require courage. But sometimes it's important to ask for help, even if you don't need it. Because helping someone else is very empowering. And the third thing is leaving a bad scene. It takes courage sometimes to leave an argument where you think you're right, um, leaving a, a confrontation where you think your friend is right, but it's all for the better good. Even leaving the scene of an accident when you're in your car just rubbernecking, holding up traffic, you know, sometimes it takes a bit of courage to, to leave. Earl Nightingale, the more intensely we feel about our goal, the more it will direct us along the path to its fulfillment. In other words, the more emotion that you have invested into your goal, the easier it is to come to fruition. And Darren Daly today, Darren Hardy says, how to recruit and motivate young people. He said there's five recruiting must-haves. Um, and he made three points beforehand. He said, uh, excuse me, he made three, he had three points um, that he made, and he wanted us to answer those true and false. And the first one was young people are not as productive as they were 20 years ago. Young people will be actively disengaged if left to their own devices. And the third one is, there are no young A players out there anymore. And you have to answer those true or false. And those three statements are all false, as I'm sure you would assume. The real problem is the quality of the youth force. Excuse me, not the quality, the quantity. Uh, we must adapt to the youth methods. In other words, young people uh, are looking for five things. And first one's people top talent. The second one's a challenge. You know, big ideas, mission-driven companies. The third is opportunity, pathway to success. The fourth is growth. Um, you know, working with the culture. And the fifth one is money, which is not as important as the rest. Comes in fifth. 
But what really addressed me was is that the youth, the youthful workforce doesn't have to adapt to us. We should be adapting to them and their methods. That really did resonate with me because, you know, that's where our future is. And I'm not saying to throw everything out in the, in the wash uh, that, that you have, but, you know, definitely uh, adapt to them. You know, let them say their piece and uh, paint out their structure, if you will. And that will certainly make part and make room for a, a better workplace. Uh, the RLC Reframe Your Mind with Faith Part 2. Divine love is similar to the sun being rescued by faith, moving rocks for 38 hours. What do I mean by that? That example of divine love is back in 98 when there was a terrible earthquake in Armenia, I believe it was. Um, thousands, 30,000 died. Well, every school had collapsed and parents ran to the buildings and there was just rubble on top of rubble. Well, one guy climbed on top of the rubble and started removing the rocks and people said, no, it's not going to work. You know, there's no point. It's, it's hopeless. But he didn't listen. And finally, it got late, and they removed this dad from the site, and he went back first thing in the morning when it was uh, sunrise, and he started with his bloody hands removing the rubble. And sure enough, he got to his son, and he actually made contact with a number of children that were alive, and his son said, I knew you'd be here, Dad. And that just tells you something. That's what all of us have in God, our Father. It can be pretty potent. Rest in God's love for only a minute. Just take a minute to... Rest in God's love and see where that takes you. Stop talking. Focus your thoughts onto the Heavenly Father and take a deep breath and exhale. And God will give you not only peace, but direction. And set mind on things above. In other words, set your mind to the spiritual and the holy as opposed to the worldly. The worldly things will come and go. God is there forever. And spiritually there forever. And don't forget, we're spiritual beings. Beings living in physical bodies. And finally, make Jesus your life. 
and not just part of your life. You know, some of us go to Mass, and they check the ticket, and they're good for the week, and then they go about their business. But make Jesus, make God, make the sacraments what they mean. Make them part of your life. But more importantly, make Jesus your life. You know, make them everything. And you may find yourself going to places in a good way that you never thought you'd go before. That's about all she wrote for today, folks. I wish you the best. Not that we're going anywhere. But I will check in with you tomorrow, Lord, Lord willing. And in the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.